What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew, and thank you for making me part of your week. The Buffalo Sabres can't be this bad, can they? Find out my thoughts about the current state of the Buffalo Sabres, that and more in this upcoming episode. So stick around, and let's have some fun. Can the Buffalo Sabres really be this bad? Oh, welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, I wish I had better news than the last video I did, but I don't. The Buffalo Sabres are fucking terrible. Since the last podcast, things have only gotten worse. They are 0-4 since the last week, and they have now lost 17, or 17, 7 in a row. In the four games this past week, they were outscored 18-8. to in the last, uh, they've lost eight of nine games, and in those games, they've been outscored 32-17. to 17. The loss of Linus Olmark has really hurt the Buffalo Sabres, but I think it hurt more than maybe people had anticipated. Linus Olmark, seemingly this season came up with the save that was needed at the time it was needed. So in order to not let the floodgates open like what happened in the last game against the new uh, New York Islanders, I'm sorry, where Johansson lets in a real easy goal under the blocker. Linus would always come up with a big-time save right when you need him to. He would just make the save when you need him to. And since he has been gone, the goalies have just not gotten it done at all, at all. Carter Hutton on the season it has a point or a 3.40 goals against, and a save percentage of a .883. And Johansson has a 3.93 goals against, and a save percentage of eight or .893. Neither goalie is getting it done, but of course it's not just on the goaltending. The Buffalo Sabres defense has been fucking terrible. Terrible is an understatement. And not just one or two, like... Almost all of them. They've all been pretty bad. Colin Miller and Brandon Montour have just not panned out the way Buffalo Sabres fans thought they might when they brought him into Buffalo. We gave up a ton for Brandon Montour, and he looks like dog shit, (laughs) to say the least. He is terrible. When he's set up with, with empty nets, he shoots it over the net or just rifles a shot into the goalie's chest. Colin Miller can't see... It looks like Colin Miller genuinely tries to shoot it into the shin pads in front of him. That happens on a regular basis. Either that or he flings a wrist shot from the point with nobody in front of the net and two, you know, the other defensemen open across or a guy down the boards open to try to set up a, a play, but he just wings it at the net. And while sometimes, yeah, you should just wing it at the net, you got to wing it at the net when there's people there. You can't just wing it at the net when there's nobody there. It's not going to go in 9.9 times out of 10. And this past game against the New York Islanders, Colin Miller got himself out of position two times on the exact same play. He made the exact same play two times in the same fucking period. Ralph Kruger talks about accountability. Where is the accountability for somebody like Colin Miller? Where is the accountability for somebody like Brandon Montour? It's just not there. Because it's just words. He just talks words. It's all bullshit from Ralph Kruger. 
Now, of course, the Sabres' struggles are not purely because of Brandon Montour and Colin Miller. Rasmus Ristolainen has not looked very good since coming off of COVID, since being infected with COVID. He has looked pretty terrible, actually. And Rasmus Dahlin has had a very his second very bad year in a row. I'm not ready to give up on him yet, though, either. A lot of people are, ooh, let's trade Rasmus Dahlin. First off, the kid's not even 22 yet. Second off, he looks terrible because of Ralph Kruger. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a minute. Obviously, the struggles are not just on the Buffalo Sabres defense and goaltending. It's on the offense. The Buffalo Sabres can't score. They just can't score. The entire team is struggling. And when the entire team is struggling, it should be very evident that there's one problem. And that's your head coach. It's your head coach. When one or two guys, maybe a hand, you know, three or four guys, they're struggling, they're having a tough time. Maybe you say, man, these guys are really having a, a you know, they're having a tough goal. They're having a tough season. But when the entire team collectively looks like they have forgotten how to play hockey overnight, the problem is the head coach. The problem is a system that's not working. The problem is a coach that nobody wants to play for. You have seen these guys give effort hard effort early in the season, but Ralph Kruger has lost them. He has lost them. I refuse to believe guys like Eichel, Hall, Stahl, Skinner, Darlene, Ristolainen. I I refuse to believe these guys all forgot how to play hockey overnight. I refuse to believe that. I think that they have lost, he has lost the room, and the team is showing it on the ice. They want him gone. And I don't know why they're not pulling the trigger. It is statements like this that I'm going to show you. Jeff Skinner finally, finally scores a goal. His last game against the New York Islanders. And this is what Ralph Kruger had to say. Ralph, how much could you, I mean, we saw Jeff's Jeff's smile. He just looked relieved. How much could you sense that he was just so relieved to finally score? Yeah, I mean that that's certainly something for for Jeff Skinner who's measured his whole career on on goals. Did you hear that comp that 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 statement by Ralph Kruger? Did you hear it? It was a shot at Jeff Skinner talking about essentially how he's not a two-way forward. Guess what, Ralph? Not everyone's a two-way forward. Not everyone's going to buy into that. Some guys are better offensively. Some guys thrive offensively. Some guys are two-way players. Yes, I know you would you would very much like to have everyone on the team be a two-way player, score in the offense, and, and come back and be fantastic defensively. That's just not who Jeff Skinner is. So why are we trying to change a guy who has been, had quite a bit of success at the NHL level playing the way he plays? Why are we changing that? I don't understand it. But all that brings me to my next point. I want to show some tweets here from Buffalo Sabres fans on my Twitter, Sports Talk Buff 1 on Twitter. These right here are some Sabres fans that suggest we should trade Jack Eichel. 
why? Why are fans talking about we should trade Jack Eichel? Are you fucking serious? What part of the people in Buffalo like running good players out of Buffalo? I'll tell you what. I'll extend an olive branch here for, for, for the other Sabres fans who might disagree with me. I was in favor of getting rid of Ryan O'Reilly. I was like, man, this guy, he's not that good. Maybe we can get a big return for him. It's a huge contract, and, you know, he's lost his love of the game. He doesn't look like himself out there, and he's, he's saying he doesn't really want to play in Buffalo. Like, I bought into all of it. Hook, line, and sinker. They got me. Hook, line, and sinker. I, I bought right into it. But you know what? I never really analyzed it. And guess what? We lost Ryan O'Reilly for a bag of pucks, and he was the playoff MVP for a Stanley Cup winning team. That's what happened. Because we chased him out of Buffalo. We forced the Sabres to move on from Ryan O'Reilly with the nonsense that we all kept talking. Now, obviously, the final decision comes down to the GM and the organization But the writers in Buffalo and the fans in Buffalo would not stop harping on the fact that Ryan O'Reilly wanted to be out of Buffalo, and we're doing that right now with Jack Eichel. We're doing that with the Sabres' best player. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't fucking get better by trading your best players. It's just not how things work. Not at all. So why, why do we keep trying to do that crap? Why the fuck do we keep trying to blame our best players, who, by the way, still leads the team in points, who's having a terrible year, but still leads the team in points? Why are we trying to trade him? He is your franchise center. He is leaps and bounds better than everyone on this team. Jack Eichel is your franchise piece, and he must stay in Buffalo for them to have any sort of success in a relatively quick fashion. There are pieces in Buffalo that you can build around. Unfortunately, we've had GMs and coaches that don't, we've had GMs that have brought in the wrong people, and we've had coaches that can't coach the people when they're here. People talk, well, here's an argument. Jack Eichel, he's only scored two goals. What about his 16 assists? I get it. He's underperformed in terms of goals. I got it. He's done that, yes. But people act like Jack Eichel is a sniper, a goal scorer. Jack Eichel has never finished a season with more goals than assists. Jack Eichel is a playmaker. End of story. You want to look at somebody who is a goal scorer, who is a sniper? You look at Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews has never finished a season with more assists than he has goals. No matter how many goals he has. He's never finished a season with more assists than goals, and Jack Eichel is the complete opposite. He has never finished a season with more goals than assists. Jack Eichel is a playmaker, and he is still making plays, even though he has been hurt for most of the season, and... Seemingly doesn't want Ralph Kruger here, so he's loafing. It's clear. It's evident. We all know, but he's still scoring points. That's how good he is. Jack Eichel still leads the team in points. And he, he's, he's not even trying. 
The other argument, ooh, he's not a superstar. He's not Crosby or McDavid or McKinnon. Oh, so he's not Sidney Crosby, who is arguably one of the greatest players of all time, who has put up a points per game like last time I checked, it was like 1.31 points per game in his career, which ranked like sixth or something at the time that I looked it up, all time in an era where nobody scored. Yeah, he's not that. He's also not Connor McDavid. Nobody's Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid is the best offensive player in the NHL, hands down. Head and shoulders above everyone else. Oh, he's not Nathan McKinnon. Guess what? Nathan McKinnon and Jack Eichel are relatively same in points per game throughout their careers. Nathan McKinnon's a .950 and Jack Eichel's a .946. So now what? Where's your argument? Jack Eichel's a super... If you put... Nathan McKinnon as a superstar. Jack Eichel is a superstar. He is your superstar. He is your captain, and he is far and away the best player on your team. You don't get better by trading Jack Eichel. What are you going to get back? There's not much you can get back that's going to be better than Jack. There's just not. You have a solid top six. Ralph Kruger's just a fucking moron, and he won't play him or keep him together. Then people are going to talk to me about, ooh, Dylan Cousins. Jack Eichel can be replaced by Dylan Cousins. Dylan Cousins has four fucking points in 18 games. Stop it. Stop it. I like Dylan Cousins. I think he's going to be a fantastic player in this league. But he's not Jack Eichel, and he's not ever going to be Jack Eichel. I, and you know what? I hope I'm wrong. I hope, I'm, I hope he's better than Jack Eichel. But at this point in his career, Jack Eichel... At the age of 18, through his first 18 games, which is what Dylan Cousins had, his first 18 NHL games, Dylan Cousins has four points. Jack Eichel had more than double that. Jack Eichel had nine points through his first 18 games in the NHL at a year and a half younger. And at the same age, at 20 years old, Jack Eichel, the following season, had 12 points. He had three times as many points as Dylan Cousins had. At the same age, at the same game mark. So I want to stop hearing that absolute nonsense that 20-year-old Dylan Cousins should come in and be the number one center. Stop it. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. And people suggesting we should trade Jack Eichel need to just fuck right off. I said this last week. Fuck right off. Stop blaming superstars for something that the entire team, that's happening to the entire team. The whole fucking team is struggling, not just Jack. Eric Stoll didn't just wake up overnight and forget how to play hockey. The guy scored 40, 47 points last year and 52 points the year before that. And the year before that, he was in the 70s. I very much doubt he's had such a downturn in his career. He's never been the most fleet of foot, so it's not like you can say, Ooh, he lost all his speed. Fuck off. Terrible arguments. Terrible arguments. You're never going to convince me that we need to trade Jack Eichel. You're just not going to do it because Jack Eichel is your entire franchise. Jack Eichel is the guy that you build around no matter what. Buffalo fans, I wish I could tell you that it's going to get better, but I don't see it getting better until they fire Ralph Kruger. 
Kyle Ocposo is still playing in the lineup for some fucking reason. Cody Eakin is still in the lineup. Riley Sheehan. All these guys are still in the lineup. For what? Why not give the young kids a try? Except for Tage Thompson. Fuck that kid. <laughs> He's already shown that he... I mean, maybe on the third line, Tage Thompson can be something. On the second power play, kid's got a great shot. But the season's lost. Why do we keep playing these broken-down, bum-ass veterans? Why? What's the point to it now? Who cares? <sighs> Again, I wish I, I wish I could tell you it's going to get better, Sabres fans. I really do. I don't know if it will. I doubt it will until they fire Ralph Krueger. That's going to do it for this episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, tell your friends, tell your family. Click subscribe, hit the notification bell, do all that good, great, grand stuff so you guys never miss a video. For all the people who subscribed to me over this past week, thank you very much. The last, the last video was my most successful video. To everyone who listens to me on the podcasting websites, again, thank you. Remember, spread the word, tell your friends and family. They can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and, of course, Anchor. They can catch me on Twitter at SportstalkBuff1, and they can email me directly at SportstalkBuffalo at Yahoo.com or SportstalkBuffalo at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. Have a fantastic week.